Good morning, Raboisai. Ah. Raboisai. Let's see if I can get this one. Oh, here we go. This picture gave me chills, literally. This is by Gershon Rose. 10,000 plus at the Shear. No bigger revenge to the Nazi machine. Group from Manchester. Nachi Katz, Garshi Rose, Yossi Dahari, and Chaim Gruzman watching Rebelli Shear at Auschwitz. Since you talked about the starting quarterback of Yerushalayim, I thought it would be appropriate if you mentioned the starting quarterback of Yerushalayim, Rebels, Tzvi Greenstone, led Bichemish to a 46-12 win in the first game. He doesn't learn that Vyoymi, but his father's a big fan of yours, and is the guy of the Mincha Minion of MDY, David Greenstone. Here he is. That's, you're right. But the father is the Gabai of the Mincha. He also, he's leaving, he says he's leaving. You're right. But I'll tell you why I showed it. More important, because somebody from the Shear actually was at the game. Here it is. Joshua Perlowitz, Yeshua Perlowitz is wonderful. Learning the daf at the Bet Shemesh Rebels football game on Motzei Shabbos. Here it is. That's why I showed it. Huh? He's, he's accepting. He's accepting now. Uh, I started learning that regularly since my cotton. Thanks to my son-in-law, your presentation is very inspiring, giving me a great deal to think about as a classroom Rebbe. He's with his children, Manchester for Shabbos. The nachas I got from doing the daf with my three grandsons, aged 11 and a half and eight and a half, joining was so heartwarming. Wishing you continue that slacha. Also, I have to fix. Yesterday, I noticed something interesting that Rafal's, the name he gave, Rafal Hecht, sounded like his grandfather. But unfortunately, it was his own son, a young kid that was Nifter, and he was the sponsor yesterday. Um, he had a heart disease, left heart syndrome, HLHS, Rafi Hecht. Um, Rob Ernst. I still remember joining my father at MetLife Stadium in August 2012. As he was finishing his first cycle of Dafyoimi, I saw the excitement and felt the energy and decided to give it a try. In January 2020, I made my first Sima Shas and brought my son Yosef with me. Little did I know that less than three years, two years later, he joined me on the Dafyoimi train. And I owe debt of gratitude to you. During Mr. Hashanah, I encourage us to come and try it out. Little did I know that not only make it to Sima Tainas and Moed Katan, now Moed Katan, but he would set his alarm for 6 a.m. to get to Dafyoimi beforehand. He told me a few Shabbos ago that he woke up with a fright that he slept through the shear. He loves Afiyoimi learning Torah and has brought in a number of guys over the past few months. I'm so proud of him and thankful to, for you, to you for creating such a special family. We can all be part of Rob Ernst. Beautiful. Yaman. Yeah, you want to come here? Is, are you the guy your father's? No, that's Yosef. Who's Yosef? The older one. And how long are you doing it? Highness. So you're also, so how come your dad didn't talk about you? Let's go back here. Let's, let's insert your name here. What's your name? Your name is Biyamin. I still remember joining my father at MetLife Stadium in August, for, <laughs> finishing his first day. I saw the excitement, felt the energy. In January 2020, I made my first Simon Shas and brought my son Yosef and Binyamin with me. Did you go with him to the Simon Shas? That's why you're not in here. Oh, you're one year old then. Ah, no, it's two years later, it says. 
Fine. Anyways, Binyamin, you're a great kid, and your dad has a lot of nachas from you as well. What do we have to do here? Oh. Hi, Rebelli, finally arrived in the Holy Land. Where are you? I don't know. Hopefully, he'll come soon. Maybe he's here today, and I don't know. Do we have any guests here? Oh! <laughs> Uncle Phil's here. And Mark Ashkenazi. Get over here! Oh, you're not guests. Fine. Avi B. Wow. Finally got here because of all the COVID and everything. Before going, I made up that it'll be the first time I'll actually do Kriya because I felt this is the correct thing to do. Ramosha, Mishnabrura, etc. I mentioned to a few of my very serious and learned friends. And they also had different reasons for not doing it in the real way. One said, try only going every Shabbos, have a katsois, sell to a friend. Yerushalayim is in the hands of Yidin, so the halacha does not apply today. I decided I was going to do Korean, pack myself an old shirt. I borrowed from Landon Eretz HaKadosh last night, went to the Kaiser for Meyer with my Kriya gear. Try not to look at the dome. Saw somewhere there, Kriya, did a Kriya. Then I watched an incredible shir and I have been following since Beitza. And it was a beautiful sign from the Holy One above about the Kriya decision. Thank you, Rebelli. Big shout out to my son, Eli Melo, who gets up early before Yeshiva each morning to do the dab with MDY Rebelli and Machakar Satoiv Avi B. Here it is. Now, I don't want to be that person. I'm showing his picture. I, I, get, I didn't look into it and I'm not a Rav. I don't know that this is the right t- way to do Kriya. Kriya should be like from over here, from the buttons this way. He did Kame Safa, that we had that, we had that Gemara, Kame Safa. It's not a hundred. I don't know. Again, he might be doing it the right way. Don't learn from this. No? Yeah, most, most people, like this and then down. And this is a nice tear this way. This from eating chon kind of thing. It's a good tear. It's a nice tear, yeah. It's a real tear. Okay. This guy, this. This guy, okay, fine. Our boy side today is Dav Chav Zayin. Don't worry. We, we are going to be where we need to be. We're holding in middle of Dav Chavav Ahmed Bey's sponsor. Where are the old sponsors? I hope I printed, I think I printed them out somewhere in here. You just scared Nachman. Maybe it's his first time here since the buzzer. It's not. But it scares you every time. Yeah. Annoying. Okay, I don't know what happened to the sponsors. That's terrible. Okay, we'll have to do it from here. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're a boy, Sai. Sorry. Okay. It's all over the place here. The Koil sponsored by Mr. Anonymous, Lilinishus Chaya Bas Yosef. Mr. Smoyed Kodan is dedicated by the Kessler and David's families, Rufus Shlemo, for Miriam Esther Bas Dvar Bikarov. Michael and Jamie Mello, in memory of Dvar Fege, about Shmuel and Menachem Mendel, Ben Elchana, made the Nishamas Aliyah, and Shemashiach Kam Bikari, by Jonathan Eltis, the place that we're doing it on Matzi Shabbos in Renana, in honor of Jonathan Austin for introducing me to MDY. Jonathan Austin is also the guy that got me on. Uh, meaningful people, etc., etc. Antinativ, Yishkoyach, Reb David Posner, Posner, Reb David Posner from Thornhill, who now learns Mishnah because of MDY, and of course the rebellion all that you do. The MDY family, by MDY Los Angeles, Lili Nishmas, Lior Tove Bas Rachamim, mother of the five little children who was killed the other day in an accident from Los Angeles. And for Shlema, for her husband, the Leo Shmuel Ben Leia. But his outer and Kamiansky families for Rafur Shlema of Abina Bat Chana. 
We also have a sponsor today, Zayin Oder, Li'ili Nishmas, Moshe Rabbeinu. What else? Oh, we have two sponsors that came in very late, and I thought it was very interesting, these sponsors, because one is Akiva and Lali Solkowitz, in honor of his wife's father's first yard site, Reb Shalom Tzvi ben Moshe, is the Shalom Shalav and Aliyah. I'm pretty sure that the second sponsor had no idea that the first sponsor sponsored, David Zlatnik. Mazel Tov, Moshe Zlatnik, on your Aschalas Gemara today. May you grow up to be an even bigger Marbitz Torah than Eli. Amen. But here's what's very interesting. David Zlatnik single-handedly changed MDY. He's the one that took the initiative, bought a Gemara for Akiva Solkowitz, the one that sponsored right before him. And because he did that, and Akiva Solkowitz made a Siyam on Masech Sukkah, invited all his friends, and at that Siyam, we know what happened, 30 people signed up, and today there's 333 people on two WhatsApp groups of these guys. And that all started three, four months ago. And that's why we have F245 and F94. And F- all right, Rabbi, I have a question for you. Moving on, David's laughing. Look what you did to me. The bushes, the, the daily busha that I get. It's crazy. You know what? Another daily busha. Here, let me just go through my busha. I pulled out my tefillin the other day and I said, if you flip the ritzu like this, you have to take. No, wrong pshat. The mishabura says specifically, it has to be just this part that goes around the head if that's flipped. This part is nice to have it right side up and black outside, but the, what the Gemara means about fasting is when the piece over here. So, Busha, I have a question for the Olam. Almost 20 years ago, I sat Shiva on my mother, she was only 49 years old. She was the principal of Besiaku Rampo in Muncie. She was Nifter in Muncie. And we came to Israel to bury her. And we were very fortunate to sit Shiva in the house of the famous Rebelli Baruch Finkel, the Magichir, Zechran of Racha, in the Mir Yeshiva from the Fingal family. And during Shiva, Reb Chaim Kanievsky came to be Menachem Abel, of course, because he knew I was going to be a Magachir, and Reb Yashev. This was 20 years ago. It happened to be that my father was sitting next to me. That might have a little to do with it. And a, a, a bunch of other G'daylam came. So the question is, was I M'chuyiv to stand up? I have no idea what I did. I probably did whatever my father did. Was I M'chuyiv to stand up for Reb Yashev, who was the Galadar, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, the Galadar, and if the answer is no, could I stand up if I wanted to? Anybody? You say you're not allowed to? I, and if I wanted to, could I? So Laibi learned the sugi yesterday and he says you can't. He's, so he's right to a point. You don't have to. But we'll see that if you want to, hopefully we'll get there today. If you want to, you could. You see this like on Chavav Amid Beis, where the lines get wide, one or two lines down. When you tear Kriya, how far down must one go? Ad Tiburoi, you go all the way to the navel. Ad Libo, you don't have to go that far, you go to the heart. Even though there's no exact. Pausing for the Zeichel Adover, we have a hint in the Torah, Shinemar, Vekiru Levavchem, Ve'al Bigdechem. Al over here, a voice that doesn't mean on top of, because it's not an ayin, it's al meaning a knot. Tear to your heart, and not your clothing is a, a, is a hint, it's a nice remez, it's a Rebbe Shatari kind of thing. Like, 
don't tear your clothing any more than your heart. Once you reach the furthest part possible, which is the navel, and you want to rip again, have a picture of that. Here's a guy that tore Korea one, two, three times. Right over here. Two times. Two times. Okay. But you have to just distance one Korea from the other three finger breaths. If there's too many Kriyas over here, you just flip it around. Too many Kriyas over here, you just flip it this way. As we explained yesterday, you just open it up over here for your feet. You poke a hole over here for your arms to poke out. You, you sew up the top, and you have a little neck, and that's it. What is this? There's no shape or form to this. It's basically like a, a robe, a dress. There's no shape to it. If to begin with, let's say you have a fancy thing that cost, you know, this was handmade, so it might, might have cost $10,000 to make one of these. So you want to save it. So you start, you do a little Kriya down here. Matzad, I don't know, over here. That's not a good Kriya. The Gemara is telling us that a Kain Gadol who's not required, is also for him to do a Kriya. He doesn't have to do Kriya. He should do a Kriya, just a symbolic Kriya. Because that Kriya is nothing. The Kriya on the bottom is nothing. So let him do a Kriya on the bottom for covet of his father and his mother. But not because he's Mechoyev to the opposite. If he'd be Mechoyev to, then it would be also for him to do. Pligubah, or whatever, you get what I'm saying. Pligubah, Rav Masno Mar Ukva, V'tarvayu M'shem Davod Shmuel, V'leivi. Machlaik is Rav Masno and Mar Ukva. They said it in the name of Shmuel and Levi. Chad Omar, Kol Shiva. What happens if a person, Rahman al Tzlan, he's in the middle of Shiva and he finds out there's another Ptira, another mace? Kol Shiva Korea. The entire Shiva, he tears another tear, a new one. Lachar Shiva Moisif. But if it the uh, seven days already passed. So now all he does is he takes the existing tear, and we said yesterday, all you need a tear is a little bit, add a little bit more. All 30 days he must tear a brand new tear. And after 30 days, the question is seven days or 30 days, after 30 days you add a little bit. Now, in order to understand the next line, we have to understand this. If somebody does Kriya on a Shlila, on one of these guys, an unprofessional stitch, is he Yaitza Kriya or not Yaitza Kriya? So you could look on the top, top line of the Amud, it says, Okay, so that's halacha number one. If you tear this, since it's not a good stitch, so tearing this is nothing. Tearing from a mu'ucha, if it was done professionally, that is a tear. Another thing we just learned, adding. Adding a little bit of a tear, you have a five inch tear, you made it six. It's not nicker that you're doing it for the, for the new nifter. Maybe you're doing it for the father that, that you tore a few days ago. You just, you're upset now and you tear a little bit more. But what if you close it up bishlal? 
you close it up, a very rudimentary kind of closing. And then your moisif, you do two things. You close it and you add, then it would be okay. Why? Because now you're showing that you're tearing specifically for the new mace. How do I show? Because it's closed up. Yes, it's not a perfect closing. I'm not trying to use the closed up portion. I'm trying to add together with the closed up. The two things together. Oh, so now that we know that those two things, if you say that I need a brand new tear, perhaps it's because during the Shiva, this is not permissible. I cannot stitch, stitch it up even rudimentarily. We learned that a woman, as her covered, that she should be tznias and covered at all times, we allow her immediately to stitch it up like this. So according to that, a woman should be able to undo that stitching and be moisif a little bit. And Shalom Yisrael. I heard that your son is doing great, that he's learning the daf after yeshiva. Beautiful. Ah, I missed him. I didn't know why he's not here. Baruch Hashem. What's his name? Let's give him a shout out. Chaim Tzvi. So what? That's okay? If she tears it, tears this part, sewn, and then adds a little bit, you're going to tell me that's okay? Not okay. It says nobody could be tear like that. You have to make a brand new tear, it says. This sewed up thing is not a sewed up thing. We don't view it halachically as sewn up. We view it as a tznius precaution. We allowed her to, to, to stitch it up a little bit so she should be, it's not because it's stitched up halachically, now she's undoing it and you can tell that there's a new kriya here for the mace. The same question again. It's just, this is the trickiest part of today's daf, but it's not tricky at all. It actually is today's daf, I'll tell you why. We had to change it around because you don't want to come here on a Thursday and learn for two and a half minutes and go home. That's not going to be Gishma. So look at that. You have to leave a little bit for the seal. You have to then. There's only 10 lines. So this, we readjusted it. Oh, you better, ch- uh, Gary, do me a favor. Shut that timer. This is a whole Ahmed. I get more time. Shut it. You're going to scare people here. Man, okay, no chamo. Again. Oh, man, the same question. The, the man says it's 30 days. Then you, you, the entire 30 days, you have to tear a new one. This is the hardest part, so I'm going slow. Why? Like, you cannot stitch it up beautifully. Not shallow. Beautifully. I have a picture, but not, not important. Here, let's see if we have it. No, okay. So, for a father and a mother who you cannot stitch it up beautifully, forever, what? So if you just add a little bit, that's okay? And that's why you could add a little bit. At the end of the day, for a father who you cannot do so why can't you just add a little bit? That's for the father and mother. It's a special cover for father and mother. That's why you can't be mice. 
A guy shows up to a funeral with his special Kriya shirt. Reb Chaim Kanevsky puts on his frock that has, he already tore from it 20 times when he went to the Kaisal. So what is he doing? He's, he's trying to fool the dead. Not Reb Chaim Kanevsky, the other guy. You're faking. You're pretending that you care about the maze. And look, I even tore for you. You didn't tear. It's like, we had a similar halacha. It's a very interesting halacha. I wasn't aware of that halacha until I learned that Gemara like three, four years ago. That a lot of times a guest comes and you tell the guest, oh, you know, for you, you know what a bottle of wine I bought for you? I bought the special Castell. We're going to pop it open. But you do it every Shabbos anyways. You're not doing it for him. What is that called? Gnevis Das. Gnevis Das. So we are also similar. You're stealing the das of the mace. You're lying to the mace, and it's a terrible thing. You asked me Rachim the other day. Yeah, you cannot. Somebody asked me. I don't remember. Who. It wasn't you. He's robbing the somebody. Living. He's not honoring. There's the living mace. and there's dead. He's, he's but there's also iser. I'm telling you, there's an iser to rob from the mace, and the, you, and you can't give back to the mace. Okay, good. I'm telling you what I say. So what? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see on. Okay. But there's an iser also to steal from the dead, and it's even a bigger iser, they say, because you cannot return it. Fine. You're deceiving the mishpacha. The mishpacha thinks, look at you, you showed up, what a nice guy, you took a frack out of this closet. And you t- no, I did this seven years ago already. He tells his friend, he has a very sick father. Could I please have something? I need. I'm, I don't want to be embarrassed. I need to go there on a trip. And the, and the guy that borrowed the garment comes and he finds his father dead. We have a big dilemma here. How could he possibly tear his friend's clothing? The answer is because his friend lent him the garment so he shouldn't be embarrassed. He shouldn't be embarrassed it means that he has to be able to tear it. And he tears it. So if he tears it, why does he have to sew it back? He gave him permission to sew it? No, I only gave you permission not to be embarrassed. I didn't tell you to, to, that you could just destroy my garment forever. So sew it back up. He returns it as is. Whatever the difference is now, the, it's not worth as much. Fine. And if he didn't notify the lender that there's a problem, the father is very sick, no, you can't do it. Now a lot of people learn from here some Paiskim say, you see from here that if you give your shirt to your friend, you're makna your shirt to your friend, say, oh, you see this shirt? I want you to, I want you to have it now because I'm going to the Kaisal. But the guy knows that you're going to the Kaisal. And by the Kaisal, you can't be embarrassed and not ripping. So it doesn't help to sell your shirt to your friend. The same thing over here. If he knows you're borrowing a brand new suit from your friend, you let it tear it to do Kriya. Because he knows that you're going to have a situation that you might need to tear it. So over here also, it might not work selling your shirt when you go to the Kaisal. So we have this, unfortunately, we're familiar with this halacha. There's a very sick person who somebody died. You don't let them know. Because the, the sick person will get very upset and it will be bad. And you don't do Kriya in front of the maze. And you tell the women not to scream and, 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 uh, and have a commotion there that somebody died. And if there's a very small child, and we see this a lot at Levias, if there's a very small child, we're going to have to take away that. Uh, He's having too much fun. Yeah. 
Disabled, yeah, disable him. He's good. He's good. How do you disable a buzzer and not him? Figure it out. If there's a small child, well, a three-year-old, not even the gil chinuch, you, you, you tear kriya for the kid, if the kid lost the parent, so that other people should cry. It invokes a lot of emotion. And a person should tear for his own father-in-law, mother-in-law, to honor his own wife. We learned There's also, unfortunately, I learned this halacha myself. I had young children at the time and they wanted to give me my children. Oh no, you can't. It brings too much simcha. It's it's a it's so hello, look how cute, and the kid laughs and this and that. It ruins the whole Shiva atmosphere. Do not hold a baby during Shiva. We learned in the Mishnah, according to Lottery Shonim, the Mishnah was talking about Chalamayid, and it says that when you eat a meal, you don't eat the meal on a upright bed. That first meal, if the person that's coming to be Menachem Avel is best friends, Libay Gaz, he's best friends with the Avel, he should sit down next to the Avel on an upside down bed. Here's a Mitakfuya. So, as we're going to learn today, and we're going to discuss this in length, in depth, there's a halacha you have to flip the bed over. This has nothing to do with tsar and not tsar. It's part of the halachas of Avelos. You flip the bed over. You want, you can sit on the bed. You want, you sit on the floor. But you have to flip the bed over. So if you're a guest and you're coming to visit and he's eating a meal, you sit down with him on the bed. Vimlav, if you're not great friends, you have ruah, So you, you want to you eat? It's not so accepted, I think, today to eat. But let's say you want to eat a gishmak meal. There's a lot of food at the base of it. You eat on a regular chair. Rava says the Gemara, eat Rabbi Milsa. I want to point out again, over and over, as we saw a second ago, Mesechtas Semachas, the Lashon of the Gemara, the Gemara is always so careful to talk in a very clean and refined way, brought up many times. Unfortunately, in our generation, people used, I myself kind of used it, but unintentionally when I was talking about that Tzala guys, but they'll use real curse words in the Fremailam, in the regular, they, the guys between themselves. How much the Gemara is careful to use different Lashinas and to say, Itra be milta. You don't want to say, oh, Rav was sitting Shiva. Something bad happened to him. We had it yesterday also in the sugya of, the sugya of Mivarech Hashem. Yeah? The Gemara calls it to bless Hashem when in fact he's doing the exact reverse. And think about it also. What is the worst Avera? The, one of the worst Averas in the world the Chi of Skila is the biggest Ainish. There's no greater punishment than Skila. And the greatest, the worst of the worst Skila is Mevarach Hashem. And Avedizara. What do you see? The power of words. You'll say, ah, he just said something. No, saying is everything. Learning Torah is the reverse. You just say something and with your mouth. You don't take action. You're Bimekayim, the greatest mitzvah. So the power of words. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Yitrabi Milta. Bad thing happened to him. Olegabe Abba Barmarta. Abba Barmarta came to be Menachem Avalim. Says Gemara, Duhu Abba Barnyayme. He's also known as Abba Barnyayme. Rava Zakif. Rava flipped over the bed for him. Abba Barmarta, coffee. Abba Barmarta flipped it back over. 
This is like a fight. Rav did one of these. Sit, sit, sit down. And he goes, no, no, no. Chas Shalom. Rav is on the floor. I'm going to flip it back over. Omar. So it seems like Rav was his Rebbe. And he says, these are one of the sharpest lines in Shas. One of these lines that makes you say, wow. How could a, a Moira speak like that? Kama lespe daita. Look at this guy. He has no brains. Like Tzuvim Rabban and Tzamat Chacham. I'm an oval, he says about himself. He's an oval. Rav is an oval. I sit on the floor upside down. I'm putting the bed straight for You're supposed to sit up on a chair. What do you, what do you think? You're my friend? If you're Liboy Gaspa, this one shot, you're my best friend. Okay. I'm trying to show you you're not my friend. I'm flipping it over. You sit normally. And you're, you're telling me, no, I'm your best friend? What's wrong with you? And, and I'm a Rahim. To give Musa to the students like that was okay. Tana Rabbanam. A person who's on a business trip, if he can do less business and he found out that his father and mother was nifter, only his father and mother, because the other craving, you're allowed to do some, somewhere, somewhere of business. Over here he has to make, he has to do less business. If there's too much of a law, so he can't do less, he's with an entourage of people, let it be nivla, so to speak, within their business. When do you have to flip over the beds? Now, this means all Hilchois Avelos. When do you take off your shoes? The Rush says, we're not talking about shoes because some people don't have shoes. So we, we grabbed on one, one Allah. When do you have to flip the bed upside down, inside out, over? Once a dead person leaves the house, that's when you flip it. When the grave is covered when they cover the iron for good, whatever that means, but it's over. It says over here, Hazakin, they say in the side, you're not Gurus Hazakin, just want to point out, it's a big difference. You look over here, this is Rebbe Gamliel, he's the grandfather of Yudha Nasi. Hazakin is all the way over here, he's the grandson of Hill Hazakin. That's a different generation. The, the proof is because Rebbe wasn't, he was a baby over here. And they're quoting Rebeliezer as a Zakin. Rebeliezer was old. So it must be that Rebeliezer is, we're talking about in this generation, it's Rebbe Gamliel, not Rebbe Gamliel as Zakin. Okay, that's what it says on the side. Rebeliezer, but he's only two years old. What do you mean Rebeliezer said? So it must be that it's talking about a hundred years later when Rebeliezer was already Galadar. Everybody flipped the beds. Once they put the Goylo, you know, that stone that goes over, all of a sudden, Rabbi Shua wakes up and he says, I shouldn't say that. Rabbi Shua says, Flip over the bed. What do, you, what do you mean, tell us to flip? We already did it. Rabbi Yezid told us when we left the house. So you see the same is between Rabbi Yezid and Rabbi Shua. When do you flip the bed back, bear of Shabbos? We know that on Shabbos, you're not allowed to show any simonim of Avelos. We had all Shailah, Dvar Meshavetzinah, but Beferhesi for sure, you can't, you can't act by Avelos Beferhesi. So you need to turn the bed over. Mina Mincha, Ulamala, Taisa says, I'm not sure, is it Mincha Gdoila, which is five and a half hours before Shkia, or Mincha Ketana, which is two and a half hours before Shkia. The bottom line is you have at least two and a half hours. There's a lot of beds at home. It takes time and effort. It's not just taking off your shoes. How long does that take? Ten seconds? You do it right before Shabbos. Over here, you have to make sure that all the beds are upright. However, but you can't sit on it. So what if the bed is right side up? You can't sit on it. 
Matzah Shabbos, even though let's say he gets up from Shiva on Sunday morning, you to flip the bed over. You might have a Havamina, let's say, that Kfiyas Hamita is a one-time deal. It's not a, it's not a Velos. Maybe you just have to flip it over. Now that I flipped it right side up, and I only have a little bit. But the Rishonim say even more. The Rishonim say that I would think the mix is Hayim Kikulay. And I'm already on Matzah Shabbos. And I read, so maybe I don't have to flip the bed right side, uh, uh, upside down again. Kamash Wulon, you have to flip the bed upside down. Tana Rabbanon. You have to flip up all the beds in the house. Ten different places. You have to flip them all. Again, so you see this idea that flipping the bed is something that we might not understand 100%. It's not about my avelos, it's about flipping all the beds. One brother out of the five brothers dies. Kulin Kaifin in five different homes. All homes have to flip the beds. If it's like the bed that I have in my house in the guest room, you have the printer and the this on top of the bed and all sorts of stuff, the laundry from six years ago, not in my house. It's not a bed. What is it? It's a nice large shelf. Dargosh, which the Gemara is going to explain what it is. You put it on its side. Over here, Zoykfai means put it on its side. So, if you go to this picture, if you undo these knots right over here, you have holes in the frame, and you tie this leather, you can see right over here, you tie it over here, so you undo over here, and whatever you want to call that, the mattress or whatever this piece is, falls to the floor. And there's a machlegs rishonim actually, is this a kula or a chumra? Does it mean that you could get away with this, or you also have to do that? Okay, my dargash, armor ula, arsa de gada. Very, very interesting. They, Rashi over here says that they had a bed that was called Mazeltov bed. Mazeltov. It's not a bed you sit on. We'll see in a second. Even the king doesn't sit on it. You don't have permission to sit on it. It brings good luck. Says the Ran, and if you have Mishnah's Rishonim on the side, if you have a Masifta, you can see it inside. On the bottom, on the left side. How could it be? It's Mamish Nichosh. You can't have a superstitious thing in your house. So he says, it's not superstitious. What it is, it's similar to Rashi. Explains Rashi, maybe. That they, it's a show of, thank you, Hashem, for everything you give me. I have an abundance. I have so much, I have extra bed here. I, thank you. I'm not complaining. I, I'm so happy with everything you give me. And that brings Hashra. That, that uh, sign of thanks to Hashem brings more to the house. And they call it a mazel tov, but it's not a nichosh. Akopanam. If you have a Mazel Tov bed, you don't have to flip it on its, you don't have to flip it over. Put it like this, sideways. You don't have to mamish flip it. It says that the king, everybody sits on the floor when he's an oval, crazy. Everybody's on the floor, he's sitting on a dargish. A king never sits on the Mazel Tov. It's not good. He can't sit on it. And all of a sudden, now because he's an oval, you're going to let him sit on it? Says Ravashi, I don't understand your question. I have a question on a question. Masculine Ravashi, my kushio. It's, it's, it's normal. Nobody ever fed the king. You don't come in with, with cockish cake and give it to the king. He has his own chef. He does his own thing. But to this havra, he's not allowed to eat his own food. You have to feed him. Like, 
The snan, the tanya, dargo shenit tzorch l'chvoisoi zoikva. You put it right side up. The arsa dargo, the gado, amayin tzorch l'chvoisoi. Why does it? Why can't? Why don't you have to flip it? Ha koyfa mitasoi lemitasoi bevadu koyfa elokol mitasheish l'vitach basic koyfa. I don't understand. You have to flip everything in your house, even the mazel tov. Says Gemara, I don't understand what you don't understand. Umay kashia midavei amito amichas lekelim. It's not a bed. It's a mazel tov bed. If you have a shelf bed that you have your printer on and all your other stuff on. You don't have to flip that. I'll tell you what the question is. We said that all you have to do is undo these knots and it falls down to the floor. And if it's this Ars of the Gada, it doesn't have Karbita. Says the Gemara, Kiyosa Rabban Omerle, Ahumer Abonavar, Tachlifa, Bar, Maravashmei. This individual was in the marketplace with the leather makers. They sold their leather goods. And he said, he's very familiar with leather. My dargosh, arsodits law. Hmm. Is this it? Yeah. They say this is, this is a dargosh. It's made out of leather. It's a leather bed. Okay, so you sleep on this as a normal bed. But why were they make The Rishonim explained. So what's the difference? If this is a regular bed, then why don't you have to flip it over? Why do you put it on its side? The answer is because look at the material. It's leather. If you flip it over this way, you're going to destroy it. It's not good for the leather. So we allowed you just to do something nice, put it right side up. You can't sleep on it, and it's not flipped over. Zog Gemara. Omar Rabbi Yirmiya. The guy takes out Itmar Nami. Omar Rabbi Yirmiya. The bindings are within the frame. And if you look over here, the bed, the bindings go around. Okay. All you have to do is undo the karbitov and the thing falls down to the ground. You have an akliton. We had this in Sukkah, if you remember. It's a bed that kills uh, chasanim. Whether it has two posts, four posts, you put a sheet over it and it saves you from the mosquitoes. What? Oh. No, I just want to show what it looks like when it's like right side up. And what you do is, you, do, you go like this. Because obviously you can't flip it. Because it has these two poles. How are you going to put, how's it going to stand upside down? It can't. Now some say if the poles come out, then you have to flip it. So what you do is, you put it on its side. So here we go with the halacha of flipping over a bed. It doesn't help to put yourself in a, in a, in a situation of tsar and, and sleeping on a, on a chair or on a rock or on the floor. It doesn't help. We had this earlier, right? You decide to, to, to show your Avelis by sitting on a chair. Agabe Udyoni or on one of these guys. A stone that covers a well or a mortar. What the point is it's a stone, it's very uncomfortable. And the worst of the worst is if you're sleeping on the ground, it's not about painting yourself. It's about flipping the bed. <laughs> and if you flip the bed and you yaitza by flipping the bed, then you could go ahead and sleep on the floor if you wish. 
The point is, you must, you must be Mikhaim Kvi Samita. There's so many Tonor Abanans that we have to say the Tonor Abanan story. There was a guy in the Mir Yeshiva, and all of a sudden, Reb Nachman Parchavish is walking down the aisle. So the Bacha goes, Tonor Abanan. So Reb Nachman stops and says, You know, there's no Tonor Abanan in Masechus in the Dharam. So he told over the story to Reb Chaim Kanievsky, and he says, but there is Ditan Rabbanan. There is. However, the story still makes sense, because you can't say Ditan Rabbanan. That doesn't work. It has to be Tan Rabbanan. So, okay, it's a good story. Again, Tan Rabbanan. You're allowed to sweep normally. You're allowed to beat people up normally. I mean, you're allowed to spray water at people, sprinkle water. And you do the dishes, the kaisas, the tzlachas, the tiny eyes, base havel. All the dishes, the plates, the, the bowls, everything. And don't bring good smelling uh, spices. You know, it's a shtickle problem. People come in there, there are a lot of people, and <coughs> you don't do that. What, what halacha can you learn from this? If you're a paisik, what halacha would you learn from this? That you can't smoke on Tishabov. That's what they, they try to prove from here, that it's a it's, it's good smelling thing, and it's not, it's not appropriate for the base Havel. It gives them too much simcha. It says, don't make a bracha on Pesamim. It doesn't say anything about bringing Pesamim in. It seems like you're allowed to bring it in, you just don't make a bracha. There's some Rishonim to learn that base Havel means literally the dead person is there, and he needs a lot of psalmim to overcome the odor of the mace. So that's okay. And Beis Menachem means when he's not there anymore. But Rashi learns differently. Beis Avel means that the Avel is by himself. So you're not allowed to put in psalmim there. But when there's a lot of people coming to visit him, Beis Menachem, then you could use psalmim. The official Mishnah is sponsored. Lahatzlocha Gashmi of Menachem ben Tamar. When you bring food, you don't bring a nice board. What is it called? A who? Shakuri board. What is it called? Shmori's board? Come here, Levi. Give him a thing. Not a large bowl. You kids, you don't bring food in nice devices. Veloy bekana, not in a nice basket. Elabasalam in like a little simple basket in a plastic bag in our days. And a chalamayid don't say the bracha of the avelim. You do stand in the two rows and everybody goes through and everybody screams. I'm You tell everybody to go home. It's okay. It's fine. You don't leave the dead person in the middle of the street if he's a tamut chacham to give him a hesped. Why? So people shouldn't get thinking that on Chalamari you can do a hesped. And women should not be in the street. It says Rashi. There might be dam and it will embarrass them. In the beginning they used to bring food to the Avos house. In the beginning they, the, the, the wealthy they will bring on golden, silver platters, vanim besali netzarim shal arava, klufa. The word, the cheapest of the cheap, from aravas. Vayanim is baishim, and the poor would be embarrassed. Again, the Gemara is always very into not embarrassing people, making sure everybody's on the same playing field. 
There's one, everybody brought in the same type of cleat. The wealthy would use clear glass, and the poor would use dirty glass. And they would be embarrassed. So, I don't remember, I had this, uh, this thing and I, I felt kind of silly. I thought it was cool that this is how the funeral looked. In fact, I was right. In those days, before they made a takana, you were able to see the dead person's face. The, 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 the wealthier people. Da'anim, not so much. Why? Because... And the poor were, were, were embarrassed. I got to tell you the story real quickly because it's 803. And with that, we'll finish. There was a person, they say it's a true story. Person got a call that his mother was nifter in the nursing home. So he went, they made a whole levaya, and he sat shiva. And after the shiva, he gets a phone call from his mother. You wrote it in your book. It's an MSMISA. You want to say the story, please? So tell me if I'm uh, saying it correctly. So, Ma, I buried you. I said, sh- no, he didn't say that. He was smarter than that. So what's going on? So what do you mean what's going on? Where are you for a whole week? What's wrong with you? Calls up the nursing home. Oh, he's so sorry. We, we confused the two people. Similar name. So they call up the real son. And they say, you know, bad news and good news. Bad news is your mom died. Good news is you don't have to pay for your funeral. She's already buried in the basic forest. Everything's good. And you don't even have to sit shiva. Somebody sat for you. So he's like, I cannot believe it. Mom, you won. She had an argument with him. He said, just cremate. Well, well I'm going to cremate you. She said, no, I want to be buried like Percy Sarah. No, I'm not going to do it. Trust me, you're going to die. I'm going to burn you. Mom, you won. You got a Percy Sarah. Yisrael, I hope say that. Yeah, Nachman, it's an Emerson Misa. Beautiful. Have a wonderful day. I just said it because you see the, the, the dead. You don't see the dead.